What's up, everybody? It's your girl Natasha Chantel, and we're back with another episode of the Honey and Locust Podcast. What's good, family? <laughs> if it's your first time, welcome. If you've been rocking with us for a minute, welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back. All right. So, as I said before, my name is Natasha Chantel, and I am the creator of the Honey and Locust Podcast. And this space was created with all of my out-of-the-boxers in mind. You know, these are my innovators, my creatives. Those of us who, (laughs) um, we're different. You know, we embrace our uniqueness and our callings. Um, We color outside of the lines. We're the trendsetters. We're the pioneers. We are the trailblazers. And this is a space for us. This is a space for us in all of our unconventional ways. We love God, but we also love to do things the way God gives us to do it. And it doesn't always look like what's normal. So this is a space for us to talk about things in society, to talk about things that are not churchy (laughs) through the lens of God's love and make it all make sense, right? Because guess what? God is so much bigger than the boxes that religion and sometimes you know, limited perspectives can try to put him in. And so sometimes it's just good to know. I don't know if you've ever felt like in whatever it is that God has given you to do that sometimes people just just so super churchy that it's like, yo, I, like, let's explore um, him in everyday life. You know, let's explore him without the church lingo. Let's let's do that. So that's what this is about. That's what this space is over here. Um, and yes, we love the Lord. We love the Lord. I'm not saying to not go to church. I know I have to make this clear because you know, people will listen and be listening to pick every single thing apart. (laughs) So, um, I did not create this, um, to be anti-church. No, we love God. We love God. We love God. I love God. You don't love God. What's wrong with you? (laughs) We love God. Okay. We love God over here. Um, we're just unconventional. We just embrace what God has given us. We embrace how God has called us to go forth in whatever it is that God has called us to do. Sometimes we miss the ministry. I don't know about you. Sometimes, um, ministries miss it when people have unconventional callings or when people are, have marketplace callings and everything is just not pulpit. You know, over here, we know that your pulpit is whatever God has called you to do. So that's all I'm trying to say. <laughs> and if you are kicking it with us, then what's good? Okay. So now that we got all that out the way, we got the intro out the way. I didn't say hey to you. Hey to you, 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 all of y'all. Thank y'all for coming on. I want to talk about this week's topic. Okay, this week's episode is actually called Snake Bites. Okay, Snake Bites. And I know you're probably like, what? But you already know, we always got to have something that makes you think. 
and something that we can um, apply and see what God has said <laughs> and make it relevant. Okay. Um, through God's word and through his love and through the lens of faith. Okay. So snake bites came from my boy, Paul, since, you know, we like to keep it biblical. Paul, the apostle I'm talking about actually comes from Acts 28. And I was thinking, let me, let me just give you, hold on, hold on, hold on, Paul, pause. Let me just give you the backdrop. Let me paint the picture for you. Let me paint the picture for you where this came from. So this topic was actually inspired by a question that was asked to me in an interview. And the person actually asked me about betrayal. Have I ever experienced that's that makes me laugh because I'm like, boy, have I ever? She just didn't know. But um, she asked me about betrayal. Had I ever experienced betrayal um, since I've been in the journey of my art form? She was specifically mentioning music. And the answer was yes. I did not go all into it, but um, the answer was yes. And that's yes inside of what I've been called to do in, in all kinds of ways. Because guess what? When you're on a journey for God, you're going to have tests and trials. You're going to have um, things that it's been designed for you to overcome so that you can have a testimony. And that's where that anointing comes into play because we outlive it. Right. And then now we got weight on us because we overcame it. We outlived it. And now we have an authority that's been given to us through Christ Jesus. Because how about when you overcome a thing, you now have a see, I'm about to go in. You can see that thing from a mile away once you've been through something and you can help somebody else get through what they're going through. And so it always backfires on the enemy. Right. So that's I just want to paint the picture for that. But that question made me start thinking about Paul on his, that's how my mind thinks. <laughs> so I start thinking about Paul. Now, I like Paul. I actually like Paul the Apostle. He gets me very, very hyped when I read about Paul. Why? Because first of all, his whole story is just like bananas because Paul, y'all know he was persecuting the saints at first, right? And so I think that Paul is such a great symbol of God's grace and his mercy and his patience. And even Paul said that like, man of the sinners, I was the worst. Right. So he was persecuting the saints and then God just completely transformed him and he had an encounter with God. And then he started going so hard for God. And so I love Paul because he's just a depiction of that. God is for us. You know, even when we were yet sinners, um, God, God's love is so amazing that sometimes in religion, we paint this picture that God is just mad and he wants to get us. Religion does that. And that, you know, no, you're too far gone. You got to be this type of person for God to use you. And God is like, listen, he specializes in hard cases. Even if you feel like you're a hard case, which is not the case because there's nothing too hard for God. But sometimes we, we feel like, no, because I did this and this, 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 this. And we have all this shame and all this condemnation and all these things that didn't come from him. And we feel like we can't be used. So that's why I love Paul, because it's like, man, Paul was out there like that was a complete turnaround and then wrote most of the, the New Testament. So I just I get excited when I read about Paul, <laughs> long story short. So um, with the question that I was asked, it made me think about when Paul was on his journey. Right. And so he literally got bit by a snake. 
Hence the title, Snake Bites. Okay? So, y'all don't mind. Y'all don't mind if I go a little biblical, do you? I'm sure you don't. Okay? But just in case you're not familiar with the passage, um, I'm going to try to breeze through this real quick. And then we're going to hop into some conversation. So, in Acts 28, just in case you're reading this, I mean, you're listening to this and you want to go back and read it for yourself. Acts 28. Um, now, when they had escaped, then they were found on an island that was called Malta. And the natives showed unusual kindness. Um, and they were kindled, and they kindled a fire and made everyone welcome because of the rain that was falling and because of the cold. All right. So Paul's right there. So Paul is on this journey. He reached this island. The natives were really kind to him. It was rainy, so they, they didn't build a fire. They're trying to keep warm, okay? And then they move on. And so Paul gathers this bundle of sticks, and he laid them on a fire. But as he laid them on the fire, a viper came out because of the heat and fastened onto his hand. Snake bite. All right? So Paul was busy. Gathering wood, all right? While he was doing that, he got bit. And when the natives saw the creature hanging from his hand, they said to one another, no doubt this man is a murderer, whom though he has escaped the sea, justice did not allow him to live. I'm going to just stop right there because, see, we're going to talk on today. <laughs> we're going to talk today. All right. So listen, let's just let's just go back real quick. All right. He reaches this island and everybody's so kind to him. Right. He's they're trying to prepare, you know, for the weather change that's happened. Paul is gathering the wood and the snake bites him. And then the opinion of Paul changes so fast. Can y'all know? Listen, when you're doing your assignment and God has called you to do something. Let something happen to you that people don't understand, can't perceive, or just have their own opinions about. And people will be so quick to write you off or to declare you dead and say it's over for you or whatever, whatever it may be. Okay, so that's what happened here. And they said, no doubt this man is a murderer. He's going to die. <laughs> he made it through the sea. He made it through that, but he's not going to live through this. And sometimes on your journey, in your assignment, while you're building that business, while you're ministering, while you're preparing whatever that project is God called you to do, whatever your assignment is, sometimes things happen because life happens and unexpected things happen, right? And it's so quick for people to write you off or to assume they understand the fullness of your journey. How quickly they turn. You went from being so kind to now, oh, surely this man's a murderer. He about to die. <laughs> and sometimes that happens even in our assignment, in our spheres of influence, in our creativity, in our projects, in our relationships or, or whatever's happening. Let one thing happen to you or one thing that people don't understand. That's why God said, do not put your trust in man. Put your trust in him because he's not going to change on you. 
that right there showed you how funny people can be. From kindness to he's a murderer, he's going to die. <laughs> okay? All right. But this is that next verse. But he, he being Paul, he shook off the creature into the fire and suffered no harm. All right? He shook it off. Shook it off, okay? He shook it off. Verse 6. However, they were expecting that he would swell up and suddenly fall down dead. But after they had looked for a long time and saw no harm come to him, they changed their minds and said that he was a god. I'm going to stop right there. That's it. That's how you got to go read the rest on your own time. That was Acts 28, 1 through 6. Verse 1 through 6. Okay. Now we're going to make it relevant to real life. Okay. Because that's real life for you. I started breaking it down. But now we're going to break it down in a way that it can be made relatable to everybody outside um, in your everyday life. Okay. So snake bites we learned some powerful lessons in that passage right number one people can switch up on you quick all right um number two things happen when you're in your assignment things happen you're going to encounter some snakes why because everybody does not have your heart and this is real life so i don't sugarcoat things that's one thing about me is like Yo, I, it is what it is. Like, there are going to be some snakes that you encounter along the way. There are going to be, that's even biblical. Guess what? God said he sends us out as sheep among wolves, okay? So, we can liken snakes unto wolves, okay? So, there are going to be some wolves. There are going to be some snakes that you encounter along the way, okay? That's going to try to latch on to you, right? But you, when you graced for a thing and God has called you to do something, Woo, you're going to shake it off. It doesn't mean that it feels good. It doesn't mean that it's not going to cause you pain. But it comes along with the territory. It comes along with the territory. That's where in our daily life, um, the scripture comes into play. It says, but be wise as serpents. He didn't say be like a serpent. He said, be wise as serpents, but be harmless as doves. What that means is that you can see, you can see how they move. You see very clearly, but you don't become like them. You still remain peaceful. You still remain alert. You still walk in wisdom and insight and revelation. revelation. But it doesn't mean that you're not going to encounter some things like that. And we wrestle not with flesh and blood. So it's Spirits and principalities and and the demonic and in and, and high places. Because guess what? The enemy is not excited about your assignment. But I just love the lesson that we get in this. That people can switch up on you real quick. Let something happen. Y'all know. Y'all know. Y'all know. Y'all know how people can be. Um, just in life, period. Sometimes we assume that because something that um, appears to be negative has happened, that, okay, he ain't going to make it. She ain't going to make it. 
she made it through this, but she going to this day. Oh, she for sure. Like, like, let's not be like that. You know, when people wait, oh, well, I heard she, first of all, you're not supposed to be gossiping in the first place. If you're talking about it, are you praying about it? Are you praying about it or no? Nah? No, nah, you're just talking about them. You just, you just, because God's not pleased with that. So you shouldn't even do that. But even that spectator spirit for the people that saw, because sometimes people witness things in your life. They might not be talking about it, but they saw it. And so now they think in certain things. And so the perception of Paul changed. Oh, he's a murderer. This happened to him because he's like this. Whoa. Maybe that was a part of the testimony for God's glory to be revealed. Okay, and it said Paul shook it off. He shook it off. He shook it off into the fire. And so when you are called and when you are chosen and then there's an assignment on your life, there's some things that's going to happen. But guess what? You're going to outlive those things because it's in your DNA to overcome it. It's in the victory. It's in the blood of Jesus that you've already overcome it. And so let's make this plain. I don't know what you've experienced. Betrayal. Whether it's betrayal, whether it's a perceived failure in the area or whatever. Setbacks. All kinds of stuff. Some of us been lied on, accused, mislabeled, all kind of crazy stuff. Um, mistreated, whatever. Maybe somebody, I don't know. I don't know what your situation is, you know, but it's. Liken it into the snake bite. Sometimes things happen, even especially, listen, let's just keep it real, especially if you're encountering people that don't have the God understanding or the mentality to see things through God's eyes and have his heart in the matters, then you're going to definitely, if you are not carnal in your approach to things, but you are dealing with people who are fleshly, because we know that we're to be led by the spirit, then you're definitely going to encounter some things because there, those, those two are like a tug of war. It's going to be, <laughs> it's going to be, I mean, you know, there's just friction between the flesh and the spirit. And if you are in your assigned place and, and you are there and you are there for a reason and you are there to create impact, there's going to be all kinds. You're going to bump heads with the, with the devil. You're going to bump heads with the enemy. You're going to bump heads. You're going to definitely experience resistance. There's going to be something because guess what? The enemy don't want to just give up ground and territory. So I just said all that to say. That you can't even think it's strange. And that's scripture. Think it not strange when these fiery darts and trials and all these kind of things that come against you as if it's something strange. Because it's not. And we just got to know what comes with the territory. But again, when Paul shook it off, that was God's grace. That was the blood that's covering. That was the anointing. Hey, that was the anointing on him. 
So guess what? That says that we can't do these assignments that God has called us to in our own strength. And it's so easy sometimes to try to like try to do it in your own strength. But it's like, no, I really need Lord. I, I really need Jesus for this. I really I, I really need I need I need him covering me. I need his strength. I need his power. I need his authority. I need his wisdom. Like you can't we can't do it by ourselves, you know. Um, but with God's hand on your life. You're going to outlive some things that were meant to take you out because that snake bite was meant to take him out. But guess what? It did not. He shook it off and he suffered no harm. So let me just speak that over you. No matter what you encounter, we thank you for God's grace and the blood of Jesus as we go forth in our assignments in these assigned places, as we build these businesses or we build these organizations or we birth out these projects that no weapon formed against us shall prosper. No snake bite formed against me shall prosper. No wolf uh, formed against me shall prosper. The devil is a liar. You're covered. The blood of Jesus. We have God's grace in his hand on us. <laughs> but I just love this story. When she asked me that, have I suffered any betrayal? I'm like, what? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's the short version. <laughs> the short version is yes. Okay. Um. Yes. <laughs> But it says they were expecting that he would swell up or suddenly fall down dead. But after they had looked for a long time and saw no harm come to him, they changed their minds and said, oh, he's a God. Now, let's let's just let's just tear that apart real quick. They were expecting him to die. The spectators, sometimes even along the way, that's why I pray for people that they have these unusual, unconventional callings because, man, there's a lot that comes with that. Um, there's a lot that comes with that in people's assigned places, and we don't know what all comes with that. But I just had this compassion, and I just intercede, and I pray because it's like you don't know what, what that person's dealing with to be who they are or to do what God has called them to do. Like, you don't know. You don't know. You don't know the process they went through. Because we we love the, listen, you got to be processed for that thing. You got to be, whew, how did it get said? You got to be processed for that thing. Whatever it is. So, he was all right, but they were expecting him to die. They were expecting him to swell up and die. And sometimes the truth of the matter is that people sometimes are not even expecting you to make it. They watching, waiting, waiting on you to uh, fall or waiting on you to fail. And the devil is a liar and God's going to disappoint them every time. And I speak that over you. I speak that over me. We shall not die, but live to declare the works of the Lord. Period, Pooh. <laughs> All right. So. But after after they were expecting him to die, they watched him. Who's watching you? That is maybe who's watching you? Who's who's watching? You know, sometimes people, they don't say nothing. They just watching you. And people are going to watch our journeys, but make sure you watching people with the right intent. Watch and pray for them and really want them to win. Don't be watching, uh, uh, talking about them, trying to pick them apart, waiting to have something to say. Don't do that. If you're going to watch, watch and pray. Don't just watch and monitor and just spectate and speculate. That ain't it. 
but they were watching him for a long time and they saw no, no harm come to him. And then they changed their minds about him. You see how quickly God can show you the nature of people. Okay, so in the beginning you were kind, you showed unusual kindness, then he got then he got bit by a snake, and they said, Oh, surely he's a murderer, he's gonna die. Then they just started spectating and, and, and watching for a long time to see if what they thought was gonna happen. And then it didn't. So then they changed their mind and said, Oh, what well, is it? He is of God. And sometimes it be like that. <laughs> and that's why you can't get caught up in people. You need to get caught up in God. Because people are people, okay? <laughs> that's that's all we go say for that. But snake bites. So I don't know what your snake bite has been because we go through stuff. We experience things in life. Um, I don't know what has latched on to you or what you've experienced in your assigned place. I had somebody ask me that one time. Like They were like, what's the worst thing you've encountered um, in my sphere of influence? And I don't even like going all into it sometimes if I feel like it's not time for me to share that. So I really didn't go all into that and give them an answer. I literally just told them, well, I try to be wise and I try to use discernment and it kind of helps me navigate. But, you know, that, that'll help eliminate some things. But some things you're not going to eliminate because it's ordained for you to walk through it. It's ordained for you to experience that because it's going to be a part of your anointing, a part of your grace, a part of your calling. It might be used for something as an ingredient in something that you're birthing out, be it a song, project, movie, film, uh, whatever you're called to do, your business. Maybe it's going to be part of your testimony that's going to inspire other people. You don't know. So some things are not going to be avoided. And then some things with wisdom. And now listen, now some things with wisdom we can't avoid. So we're just going to keep it real. Sometimes we bring some things up on ourselves. With a lack of wisdom. And I say that sometimes. And then you know. Everybody don't take truth well. But some things. God has ordained for us to go through. And then some things our choices. Cause us to go through. And being mature enough. To, to just go ahead and just keep it real. And say that. Like okay I went through this. Because I chose to do this. But sometimes you're literally in the will of God and you still experience things, but you're still safe in the will of God. Paul was in the will of God. And so he was still safe, even though that snake bit him, he was still safe. And guess what? There's probably some people out there that might have seen you go through some things and wondering how you still make it. How is he still blessed? How is she still blessed? Oh, I guess that was God, because I thought that I had somebody tell me that one time. A pastor, actually, I'm going to go all deep, but he told me, he said, you know, at one point I thought I really was watching you. And I was like, that is, this young lady is not of God. He's, and he said, and I would watch you. And I just really, and then, you know, the only reason we crossed paths is because he messaged me and he repented and, and he was like, you know, and not only that, can you pray for me? And can you pray for my wife and my daughter? And I did. But all that to say that sometimes people watch and they have one perspective or they have one opinion and God knows how to change people's minds about you, too. And that's another perspective that we can take from the text is God knows how to change people's minds about you, too. That's why you don't waste your time trying to convince people, because guess what? Over time, God's going to show people who you are and God's going to show people sometimes what you're carrying 
and what he's graced you to do. And so that's why God defends us. You don't have to. God is a defender. God is a protector. God is a vindicator. You don't have to go back and forth with people. And sometimes we feel like that. Or sometimes it's like, why? Well, Lord Jesus, why do they think this about me? Guess what? You ain't got time to be worried about it. All the time you could be having trying to figure out why they feel the way they feel. It's time that you could be doing your assignment. Keep it moving. Okay? But things happen. Snake bites. Snake bites. And what about this? When it takes time for God to vindicate you. Because guess what? I don't know. Can you let God vindicate you? Because sometimes the whole purpose, like, is it, it don't always come right away. It said over time. Another example, Joseph, over time. What about this? Think about this. Emmett Till was, was killed, right? The truth comes out and the person says that they were lying. Lying. Over time. Years later, a confession comes. Or years later, people find out the truth. What happens when it's over time? What happens when it's over time? We don't always like, I ain't, listen. We don't always like that. But then it's like, what's the lesson in that, God? What are you doing? How are you processing me? How are you processing me in this time? Maybe the lesson is for you to die to your flesh. Maybe the lesson is for you to want to die to defending yourself. Maybe the lesson is for you to die to wanting the approval of men because we are called to be God pleasers, not man pleasers. What if, what if it's that? What if it's that? Huh? Cause what if, what if the, um, what they say in Acts, we must obey God rather than men. Man is, man doesn't always, man isn't always in line with God. And so what if God is testing you? Like what you going to do? They think this, but I said this. I don't know if you ever been in a situation like that where you had to choose and God is like, I said this, but they're saying this. And then he's watching to see which way you're going to go. Maybe that's part of the lesson. I don't know, but sometimes man not agreeing with you doesn't always mean that you're off. <laughs> sometimes you might be right on track because people don't get it. Because guess what? Sometimes people are in their flesh and not in the spirit. And God is dealing with you in the spirit. Or God gives, what if God is giving you something they ain't seen or something they're not used to? And sometimes, a lot of times, we can, people can be guilty of saying that something's not God because it's something they're not used to. That doesn't mean it's not God because you don't like the sound of the song or you don't like this or you don't like this or you don't agree with this or you don't think they should be. That doesn't mean it's not God. It may just not be your preference or you just may have a bias. So all that to say, through the snake bites, we thank God for God's grace. And God, we ask you, God, for grace, God, for grace, for grace to grace, for grace, for grace to go ahead of us, to cover us, for the blood of Jesus to cover us as we do these assignments and as we go forth, God, as we go forth um, and what you've called us to do, God, we just say protect us, <laughs> protect us. God is a protector. God is a defender. He's our advocate. He's on the right hand side. 
Thank you, Lord. God, through people's opinions, through people changing or switching up or whatever, through people's monitoring or spectating and speculating, God, grace. Grace. And we thank you, Lord, that you're getting the glory out of our journey, out of our assignments, out of our life. And we thank you for that. So for any of those people out there who may have experienced snake bites, because we all have in some way, shape, or form, <laughs> um, keep living. Keep living and keep trusting God. And pray for wisdom and for discernment. Hey, go say and discernment. Yeah. Yeah. So no matter what you've experienced that comes along with your assignment, no matter what you're called to do, there are going to be tests and trials. There are going to be some things that try to latch on to you. There are going to be some things that try to stop you. There are going to be some things that are meant to take you out, but they won't because you're graced for it and God's hand is on you. And so before I get off of here, um, I just wanted to just say, like, I... I know what it is to be <laughs> misunderstood because of methods or the place of your calling or just people not understanding. And so even with that, because I can understand it and I've been through it, I'm compassionate to it. I'm very compassionate to it. In fact, um, I know that I'm an intercessor called to those who are unconventional. So that's my whole, that's part of my calling um, is to get it. And that's why I had to go through some of it, right? Because how are you called to minister to people that you don't even understand what they've been through? So no matter what your calling is, no matter what your assigned place is, um, no matter what's been thrown at you, God, grace, the blood, Jesus. And God, we thank you for that. And because it's a testimony, that snake bite, might sting for a minute, but it's definitely going to sing in a minute too. And it's, you're going to sing of your testimony. You're going to have a song of victory. You're going to have a song of overcoming. And when I think about song, I was thinking about Deborah after their battle, how she broke out into song. That's why I said that. That's in Judges. <laughs> no, so we're warriors. We're warriors on assignment. We're warriors and God is going to, we already have the victory. We're just walking this thing out. And so I hope this has blessed you today. <laughs> Again, you heard the inspiration and where it came from and what it made me think about. And just, I just want to encourage other people like, man, things happen on your journey, man. Things happen. You know, let's just make sure we're not causing things to happen. So that was the accountability part in that some things are ordained to happen and some things we bring on ourselves with our choices okay so I did want to say that because you know sometimes people don't like that other part and that's just real like sometimes you just got to be real like lord I know I shouldn't have did this but I did it and I brought this upon myself and this happened okay be real and and that's that and then there's times when it's like lord I was doing what you told me to do and this happened so you know God is God he's not gonna beat you up you're not going to beat you up. That's not, that's not what this is. But be encouraged. 
Be encouraged. Be encouraged. All right. <laughs> Through all of your snake bites. <laughs> um, I decree and declare that you shall tread on serpents and scorpions and nothing shall by any means harm us. Okay. That's scripture. All right. So you got to declare that. We got to declare it, decree it. Things happen. Don't get stuck in what happened. Sometimes things happen and we get stuck. Don't get stuck. Keep it moving. And know that God's got you. All right? Keep it moving. Know that God's got you. And um, till the next time, <laughs> share this with somebody. Encourage somebody. Know that whatever has come with your assignment it's only a test and you're going to outlive it. You're going to overcome it. You're going to have the, you go, you're going to have a testimony that's going to bless other people, but think it not strange. Okay. Things happen, but God is still God. Until the next episode, this has been Natasha Chantel with the honey and locust podcast. Trust in God, not men. Cause people will switch up on you. All right. God bless.